having one person tell them, I think you're good enough is all they need. And they break barriers that blows your mind. They reflect that in their job. The sales go up, the services go up, the clients love them, their commission goes up. You're building someone's self-esteem by giving her knowledge and a skill set and a safe environment in which to practice it. I think the key in life is not to make it complicated, but to make it simple. Teach all these other spas what you're doing. Take these things and keep molding it for everyone into systems that work better and better and better, which means I saw into the guts of triple-digit spas over almost 20 years. I can help these injectors and business owners earn literally 10 times what they do. Welcome to the Thought Leader Revolution with Nikki Ballou. Join the revolution. There's never been a better time in history to speak your truth, find your freedom, and make your fortune. Each week, we interview the world's top thought leaders and learn the secrets of how they built a six to seven figure practice. This episode has been brought to you by eCircleAcademy.com, the proven system to add six to seven figures a year to your thought leader practice. Welcome to another exciting episode of the podcast, The Thought Leader Revolution. I am your host, Nikki Ballou. And boy, do we have an exciting guest lined up for you today. Today's guest is a powerful emerging thought leader. She is one of the world's leading authorities when it comes to med spa and everything associated with making a med spa a beautiful, fabulous business and life mission. I am speaking, of course, of none other than the one, the only, the legendary Dr. Dia Berger. Welcome to the show, Dia. Hi, Nikki. Thank you for having me. <laughs> it's a pleasure to have you on the show. Great to have you here. So, Dia, my listener is someone very much like you. They're a heart-driven human being who believes in the majesty of their dreams and they want to go out there and make the best version of their life come true through entrepreneurship. They listen to this show, not because of me, because I'm here every week. They're here for you. They want to learn from you. They want to imbibe your wisdom, but before they can do that, they got to get to know you. Tell us your backstory. How'd you get to be the great Dia Burger? <laughs> well, the, the beginnings were humble. Um, I grew up in Namibia, the country just north of the Republic of South Africa, and I was a little bit of a wild child. I climbed trees and wore no shoes. My, wow. father, my father was a GP surgeon, and the area he serviced was about the size of Belgium, which means he did it by airplane. So he was called the flying doctor. So I kind of yeah. grew up flying planes. And when I was eight, um, being the district surgeon, of course, he did not just medicine, but also unnatural deaths, murders, things like that. So he had to do an autopsy and I very gently maneuvered my way into there despite his objections. And the man thought he was going to have to put me back together again. But I came out of that and said to him, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to be a doctor. So I mimicked this man. I got my pilot's license and I went into med school and became a physician. And partway through med school, unfortunately, things went belly up in South Africa. Uh, politically, it became really unsafe. And we decided to emigrate. So first to New Zealand for a tiny bit, then to Canada. And 
after a few years in Canada, I tried to specialize, but couldn't get it going at that point and entered the world of med spas where I could still do injections and procedures on people. And that was kind of the start of a whole new career, if you want to call it that. The Flying Doctor. I love that. I might call this episode The Flying Doctor. It's such a great, fabulous name. So your father was really a big inspiration to you. He's the one who opened the door for you to step into the career that you've selected for yourself. Yes, he did. He's a, he's an amazing man. I've learned things from my father of being human and being a doctor and a humane doctor that I did not learn in med school. He's a pretty phenomenal man. Wow, that's amazing. So, Dia, talk to us then about once you've been out of Namibia and South Africa, you've come to the West, you, you settle in Canada. Um, why med spas? Interesting question. I, if you asked me that when I became a doctor first, I would have fought it tooth and nail. Um, as I went through med school, I realized that I really like the fine work. I spent a whole year working in ophthalmology doing surgery under a microscope. And I really like the fine procedures and I am really good with my hands. So, you know, through med school, I definitely gyrated more and more to the surgical aspect. And when I hit the wall in Canada, they they literally just wouldn't let foreign grads participate in getting into things like plastic surgery or ophthalmology at all. So the next best thing is I also wanted something a bit more positive than just medicine, because medicine, as much as I like my patients, it is not a positive job. I mean, people don't come in to see you because they feel good, which means mm. every 10 minutes you're seeing someone who is having the worst time of their lives and you're, you're uplifting the whole time, but it, it wears on you. And the same man who inspired me, my dad told me about when I was 22, he said to me, you need to specialize. You're not a GP. You don't have the, the mindset for a GP. Um, so, you know, when I got into Canada and had spent, already been a doctor for 10 years, kind of the compromise between something more positive and something where I also could do procedures happened to be med spas. And initially, my mindset was actually, I thought I was compromising myself on a core level and my job, but I was literally doing it to get away from the aspects of medicine that I didn't like anymore. Wow. Great answer to the question. And again, your father, he's stepping in as a mentor, giving you the right advice, the right example, the right inspiration at the right time. And I think everybody needs that. Wouldn't you agree? A key success factor is having at least one person who believes in you and pours Absolutely. into you and shows you that level of inspiration. I believe every human being needs this, not just people yeah. in business, but really literally every human being. That's true. And I'm, to me, that is in life. I mean, I have seen people where they are on the ground and you look at their life and you can't believe that they would get up and keep going. And having one person tell them, I think you're good enough. I think you're lovable enough. I think you deserve a chance. 
just that one person is all they need and they break barriers that blows your mind. Yeah. You know, I, I believe that very strongly. It's at, it's at the center of my philosophy of doing business. It's at the center of what allows me to be good at what I do is how much I believe in people. I look for the best in people. I make sure that I see it first. And then I make sure that I convey that I see it to that person. And that makes all the difference in the world. Uh, you know, um, time and time again, time and time again. And it seems like your father was that man for you at key junctures in your life. And it seems like you do that for the people that you work with as well. You bring that level of belief for them. So speak a little bit about that and why you've become so passionate about being of service to other people with this area of specialty. Okay. Um, that's a very good statement. And I mean, just to fold that back to you, because I have worked with you and that is part of the magic that is Nikki Baloo, right? Is to, to make each individual person feel special. It's not faked. So I can tell you that if that's your goal, Nikki, you're very successful at it. For, <laughs> for me, doing that in, in the spa world, I was more aware of my influence and twofold. One is for clients, but the other one was staff. And the man who was my originally my business mentor for a while, he said to me at some point, we spent a lot of time brainstorming, working through things, right? Literally mentoring me and back and forth. And he made a statement one day and he said to me, with estheticians, we work with broken girls. And he made me the doctor click because I'm very much clued into people's psychiatry and psychology. And very often your average esthetician is someone who is doing it because she's pretty and was told, this is all you're going to do, right? You're pretty, so you better go make other people pretty, right? They're broken down and they've been suppressed, a lot of them. There's a yes. lot of abuse, physical, mental, sexually. Um, and when he said that to me, something clicked. And I spent a lot of time training and coaching staff, literally on a weekly basis. I had what I call meetings as teachings, which is teaching spa, but it is also getting girls to present something. And these are not people always with great self-esteem, but if you have them, if you give them a heads up, so a week ahead, I would say next week, you're going to present that thing to us and to see them stand up and speak up and do it and have their friends cheer them on and the confidence growing. You can literally see someone going from a little wilted flower to blooming and then they reflect it in their job. They, the sales go up, the services go up, the clients love them, their commission goes up right? But you're literally, you're building someone's self-esteem by giving her knowledge and a skill set and a safe environment in which to practice it. On the other hand, remember I said to you, I felt a little disloyal to this calling of being a doctor mm -hmm. by going to a med spa, right? Which my original mindset was, this is fake. This is frou-frou. This is artificial, right? All of those things. And a colleague said to me one day, he said, this is maintenance. As we go to the gym and look 
have a 30-year-old body when we're actually 50 and color our hair or right, do whatever else we do in life to improve health and state of mind, people coming to a med spa to see us look for the same outcomes. And I realized that when you have a woman come in, and I, this isn't very politically correct, but I taught my staff that if someone comes in and they have what is commonly known as resting bitch face, you know what that is, right, Nikki? The woman just looks bitchy, right? Okay. Where I, right. I, I said to them, that one before, but that's a good one. <laughs> the, women will know resting bitch face. Resting bitch face means she needs a bit of Botox. All it is, is her dominant muscles are so developed from focusing, frowning, concentrating, that her face is in a frown. It needs Botox to relax it. Or women come in and they look and they present it to you as emotion. They go, I look tired. I look angry. I look sad. I look old, right? When you start injecting them correctly, and all I am doing with my technique, I tell them it's a timeline. I'm literally taking a switch and slowly moving it back. And I make her look exactly like her, minus 5, 10, 15 years. So she doesn't walk out looking like the things we don't want to look like that's plastic. I literally can make her look and they bring me, they can bring me a photo and I can make her look like that photo of years ago. But the, the, the feedback from that is I realized that in follow-up, these women would come back and not just say, I'm happy with what you did, but they will go, I got a promotion, right? I feel better. I am... I don't feel depressed anymore. Life is good. I have the energy. I've got the drive. Suddenly by looking better, they have higher self-esteem. They act accordingly and it comes back to them positively in life. And that was probably the biggest surprise to me in this job. So really what, what, what you do started off about being about somebody wanting to look younger feel feel younger when they look at themselves and be happy in that fashion which is skin deep to being something far deeper in in, in the very core of their soul because they radiate and other people feel that radiance and they go okay yeah i, I want to work with this person i want to be around this person that's exactly incredible. that's yeah. incredible and, you know, Nikki, the way I demonstrate that point to people, we have all at some point seen someone who's burned, who has burn wounds on their face. And my heart bleeds for them because there's a, a human behind that scar, right, who has hopes and dreams and ambitions and a sense of humor and IQ and quirks like the rest of us, but they've got this scar instead of a face. And to me, it is almost like taking that and removing it, right? And I'm not good enough to remove the scar for her, but it's the same thing. Behind every woman who looks tired, angry, sad, because there's certain anatomical things changing in her face, is actually the happy, ambitious person who just doesn't like what she sees when she walks past a, a mirror. So what you're doing is you're delivering big outcomes for people. And you've decided 
not just to deliver big outcomes for individual patients that you see in your med spa, but you've decided to help other people who run med spas be able to do the same thing. And I would love to really um, have you speak about that for a moment. Why did you decide to be of service to other med spa practitioners and owners? Okay, good question. And it's got a little bit of a, a back tail in, again, not an aspect that I would have ever considered. Um, when I was about two years into this, and we were about 35 spas at the time, not a franchise, most of them individually owned, but we had the same man kind of mentor us as a business. And in the beginning, I was in trouble all the time. <laughs> Not horribly, but just he would report to me because he would analyze all our numbers and he'd go, your spa profile doesn't look like the rest. It doesn't look like the rest. And literally what he said to me is your injections look too high, but they're not really too high. They just look like that because the rest of your spa is actually weak, which means go train your staff. They're not selling enough. They're not aggressive enough with services, right? So he's, he's saying to me that my ratio of injections versus traditional spa, manicures, pedicures, facials, and our devices, things like lasers and microneedling, those ratios are out. And he's saying, get it better, get it better, which means I jump in and start training. And I make protocols and I change systems and I work on cutie ways to have girls remember how to put things together. And we put out all these weird, imaginative um, marketing ploys, right? For me to push up, push up, push up this bottom part that looks like it's weak. And by year three, he phoned me and he said, I have to apologize. And I'm like, what is wrong? And he said, I've analyzed all of the spas in one go. And at that point, they were 49. And he said, from the four in Vancouver, the five in Calgary, the six in Toronto, all the way to New Brunswick, he said, the only way I can analyze you guys is I have to take what you earn, divide by your population and get a per capita earning. And I was injecting double what everyone else in that group was injecting. He said, so your injections don't just look high, they actually are high, right? They're extremely high. So... He started questioning me about what are you doing that's different? You know, how are you doing all kinds of things? And I started telling him my systems and I literally just did them because I don't believe in struggling and I am really good at simplifying things for people. I think the key in life is not to make it complicated, but to make it simple. And he said to me, can you please go across Canada and teach all these other spas what you're doing? And I said, of course I would. Because it's this man was a, a big father figure to me as well. And what ended up happening is I would literally fly to Toronto and they would get the staff of all those spas in one place and I would teach them. But I would also look into each of those spas, operating systems, protocols, what they did, what they didn't do. And what you need to understand, Nikki, is a spa and a med spa protect their information with their lives. They don't share it. It is not an industry where you will have two, three spa owners sit down and talk about, this is what I'm doing, what are you doing? And there, there, there's no exchange of ideas. 
There's no interaction. It It is based on fear. It is literally like, these are my little secrets and I hold on to them, mm. which means they live in isolation. I think, and this is one of the things I'm trying to get rid of. The other thing is nobody sees what anyone else does. So in a lifespan of an owner or an injector, they only see one little silo and they think that silo is it. So this man asking me to go from spa to spa to spa, I was actually allowed to look into each of them and see, oh, that's what these guys are doing. That's working really, really well. This and this and this doesn't, and please stop doing that. Right. And I could take these things and keep molding it for everyone into systems that work better and better and better. Which means I was privileged to end up in a situation where I saw into the guts of triple digit spas over almost 20 years. Something that no other spa owners are privy to, right? People would just wouldn't let each other in there. And the senior staff of those spas, we would fly into me, to my town, and I would have my seniors train them. I would test them and certify them. Their injectors would fly to me. They would literally stay in my basement for a week at a time, which means in the day we're injecting, I'm teaching them. At night, we keep doing theory, theory, I'm teaching them systems, methods. In the day, we inject, 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 right? So they would go back to their own spa with a completely different mindset. And these spas did amazing. And um, the, the business guy would sell them off, right, as business entities. But that is kind of how I got into the, the training coaching system, which is literally just because of that privileged position of seeing so many different spas doing so many different things. And also shockingly, how there is a large percentage of things that they all do that is so wrong right? But they all keep doing it. And so when I got towards the point where I sold my own spa, the I am a teacher and I love teaching people. So I literally went from looking at how everyone works in isolation and they're fearful and they make mistakes and they all make the same mistakes. And it's not a regulated industry. I thought, why are we doing it like this? Why can't we all elevate, right? Get things a bit more regulated. Bring in a minimum standard, not a maximum standard, right? Because in the end, it benefits the clients. It benefits the industry. And you can help, I can help these injectors and business owners earn literally 10 times what they do. It's really hard for me to have information and knowledge and just sit and watch someone suffer. So that's almost where I can't help myself, but help them. I also think the industry is very closed up and it's unnecessary. Yeah, I, I really like a lot of what you said. I took some notes. You said, I don't believe in struggling. I, I think that's very powerful. Simplify. Too many people overcomplicate life. I just read Elon Musk's biography by Walter Isaacson. It's a big, thick book. I was flying uh, with my son to the States and... Um, I read on the plane. I finished 600 pages. It was incredible. <laughs> one of the things that Elon Musk uh, calls his algorithms for success is simplify. If something doesn't need to be there, question everything. Simplify, simplify, right. simplify. And yep. you talk now about something near and dear to my heart because I love helping people 10 times, make 10 times, even 100 times what they've earned before. 
One of my favorite things uh, that I've ever done is I think there's been about 25 of our clients that have at least 10 X their income wow. over the years. Right. It's um, amazing. And w- when you say I, I'm, I can show these med spa owners how to 10 times their income over what they're currently earning. That made my ears perk up because to me, that's what everybody that is an entrepreneur should be able to do. Like, I want you to make 10 times what you're making now. I want right. all my clients to make a hundred times or more than they, they believed possible. And that's only possible when there's two things there. One is you got to have someone who believes in you, who, who can say, Hey, you're, you're more than good enough. You're more than capable enough. You're a great person. I love you. I believe in you. I got you. Secondly, you need a, a you need something that works, a system, a process. Like, I mean, you can't yes. do it just by believing in yourself. You gotta, you gotta have a method that also Correct. helps. And then thirdly, you gotta be in action. You gotta be in action and you gotta be enrolling other people. So your enrollment skills of yourself and of others need to be up there through the roof. So I think this is really great. So Dia. Thank you. We wrap this up, and I learned this from our mutual friend, Raymond Aaron, by the way. Back in the day, he used to do something called the Wealth Creator Stores, and he'd say, okay, I need you now to share with uh, my listener your top three expert action steps, your three best pieces of advice in bullet point form of what my listeners should do to enhance their own success, their own sense of fulfillment, their own impact. So what say you? Are you talking entrepreneurs in general? You know what? I think, yeah, entrepreneurs in general. In general. Good. But if you want to throw in something there for the med spa people in particular, go for it. <laughs> you got it. I think entrepreneurs in general is the moment you know 10% more than the rest of the group, you're the pro. Remember that. It's not having to know everything with a tiny little star at the top. Just know more and know how to find out more if you don't know it. Number two is people who are entrepreneurs don't necessarily like boxes. We like to be able to climb outside of boxes. You need the box there to give it structure. But for those real entrepreneurs, all I can say is Keep thinking outside the box. That's how we get things done. For people in med spas, $600,000 a year is good, but you want to add a zero to it. Mm. Life can be so much easier. We can make it better for clients, safer for clients. It's a market with absolutely unlimited billions of dollars in. I would prefer that we all jump in there and do a good job instead of this living in secret, being fearful, and no one gets anywhere. It's so tiny. It can be so big. Yes. You know, I think it's really good. I really like what you said. $600,000 a year is good, but you want to add a zero to it. Yep. Brilliant. Brilliant, 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 brilliant. Dr. Dia Berger, thank you so much for coming on the show. A real pleasure to have you here. Awesome Nikki, stuff. Thank you. You're the best, Nikki. Thank you. God bless you. You are the best. We're co-best <laughs> together. <laughs> listener. Team. Listener. Team best. That's what we got here today. So listener, Dr. Dia Berger is the real deal. If you own a med spa or you know someone who owns a med spa, you need to put them in touch with her. What's the best way for them to get in touch with you? 
Um, LinkedIn, Nikki. I'm there all the time. And it's literally right. just Dr. Dia Berger. Um, my, the email that I personally look at is milliondollarspa at gmail.com. Um, I'm also an author. Uh, it's called milliondollarspabook.com or it's called medspaacademy.com. Medspaacademy. Okay. So I'm going to just advise you that if you are a medspa owner, you want to get in, on uh, on Dia's calendar. That's the smartest thing to do. So let's make sure that we make that happen. And um, listener, if you got some value from this episode, not if, you got value from this episode, share it with someone else. There's so many gold nuggets here. I don't believe in struggling. Simplify. Don't overcomplicate things. You know what? It, making 600K a year is great, but you want to add a zero to it, right? Know just 10% more than anyone else in your peer group and you're the pro. I think that's brilliant, right? And that is what everybody needs to do. And you also want to be somebody who climbs outside the box. The box is important for structural reasons, but climbing outside the box, that's absolutely God bless you. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, and look forward to speaking to you again very soon. And you know what? Here's our new tagline, Dia. It's yes. stay free. This is our new tagline, stay free. I love Until it. Until next time, goodbye. This episode has been brought to you by eCircleAcademy.com, the proven system to add six to seven figures a year to your thought leader practice.